Surprise! You thought we were done for the next month, but we actually have a bonus episode for you. We tend to keep the show spoiler-free, but that won't be the case for this episode as we're talking about the movie. So if you're watching Downton for the first time with us, this might be something to come back to rather than listen now. In other housekeeping news, this is the first episode we've done since Casey moved into state, and we had a few technical difficulties with it. We have a few episodes pre-recorded, so we're hoping to have those issues sorted out before we record the new regular episode. We hope you're still able to enjoy this bonus episode in spite of the audio being worse than usual. Alright, on with the show! a special bonus episode of Downton Down Under. I'm Fee. I'm Casey. And I'm Beth. (laughs) We are recording without Fee Shan today because he's not allowed to see the movie. No, no. It'd be a massive spoiler alert for him, I feel. Yeah, because he's 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 only seen the first um, couple up to the first couple episodes of season two at this point. Oh yeah, huge spoilers. So, so <laughs> we we got out of the movie trailer and I and we were like, oh yeah, Bishan can't see this. He can't see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like he's still in like all of this like. He, he doesn't know that Sybil dies yet. And Sybil is I was going to say, Sybil he doesn't even gonna know. Like, he doesn't even know that, like, Sybil and um, Tom Branson get together. Like, he's not even up to that point yet. Oh, my gosh. He's not even up to that. Yeah, like, it's getting there, but, like, they're not there yet. They are not and there. And Sybil's his favourite is also the thing. So oh, he can't no. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. We, can't, we can't destroy that for him because... That is a soul-wrenching experience that he needs to witness for the first time, having not had that spoiled for him. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> um, we're also, this is our first um, remote recording. Uh, yes. Casey has made the move to Perth. <laughs> yeah, so I'm all the way over on the West Coast now. West Coast life. So hopefully everything with this goes very smoothly. It's our first. It's our first go of it, and I haven't. I haven't done um, Zen, ZenCaster with um, someone who wasn't at a computer. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I technically I'm on a laptop, so I guess that that oh, yeah. no, my phone wouldn't work. So technically, I'm I'm on the laptop. I found the charger for the laptop, oh, so right. we're good to go. <laughs> All right. Well, I. Didn't get to take the same kind of notes that I would usually do because I was in a movie theatre, <laughs> so I can't pause the movie when I need to write something down. So I have adapted this from the very weird synopsis that was on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wikipedia is one of those things, though, that you just, you're like, could this be correct or did someone edit this in the middle of, like, a drunken stupor? <laughs> if everything is correctly, like, everything that happens in the synopsis happens in the movie, they just put it so that all of the plot points, like, all of the plot threads were done together rather than, like, you know, how it occurs through oh. the movie. So, like, I was just I, – I tried to move things around so it's more like how we saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they just sort of like lumped everything together when it's like, actually, no, it has a logical sequence. You're making mm. shit up. It probably makes more sense to group it all together from from a summarising point of view, but, you know, we, we, we do things differently here. We do things differently <laughs> here, yeah. So, well, just a bit of a oh. maybe I'm thinking because Beth, uh, we haven't really introduced her to the listeners, so Beth, tell us. Tell us what is your oh, yeah. your um, experience with the series of Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Well, I watched it originally when it came out, and it was on television. So 
it actually has been a while since I've refreshed my memory on the whole series, but I did watch the whole series. And um, which is more than K- Casey has. Casey saw the yeah, movie without having finished the series. <laughs> but you got up to the part where yes, Matthew yes. dies. So I, um, I, I got up to the point where yeah, Matthew Crawley dies, and I was like, "That's it. I'm done. I can't go through this heartache yeah. again. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't time. do it. Yeah. It was just too much." <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot in the movie that if you hadn't seen the last season or, you know, the last couple of seasons. Yeah. yeah. Which is which is spoiler, spoiler so, for me. Um, so I, there's a few things that I was like, hang on a second, who is this person that's married to Mary? What is this person that's like, who, how, how, what? I don't know what's going on right now. But now I'm like, ooh, I really like him as an actor, so I really want to get to know him in the context of Downton. So I'm very excited for that. <laughs> I, I have been looking forward to you getting to meet um, Henry because he's great and I love him. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad. But, yes, uh, the other thing to know about Beth is that she is Casey's sister and she wrote the music at the beginning of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very talented. I'm doing that because I love I love, love, love the music from Downton Abbey. So doing that was a lot of fun. All right. Shall we get to the yes, movie? Yes, we shall. Yeah, let's do it. So it's 1927. So we've had a – I can't even actually remember what year the series ended on, but it's been a couple of years now. Hang on. I should have me... before we got started. But I'm not <laughs> I will research. Here. Keep talking. I'll research. <laughs> sure. Robert receives a letter from Buckingham Palace announcing that the king and queen are coming to Downton as part of the royal tour through the country, which I guess it's okay to invite yourself to other people's houses when you're the king and queen. <laughs> well, I guess it's just to be expected. Like you, you go, you're going into yeah. the country and it's like, well, I don't want to have to pay for a hotel. So I guess that the, the landed gentry of the time can put me up, you know, they've got nice houses. They've got the space. It's fine. <laughs> They're, like, legally obligated to provide a bedroom for us in their homes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a thing as well, that, like, they had to have. Yeah, you'd have your room and it would be the king's bedroom and that's, like, just the <laughs> spare room that you always have put by just in case the king drops in. Secretly better than your <laughs> bedroom. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Violet is surprised to hear that Queen Mary's lady-in-waiting, Lady Maud Bagshaw, will also be coming to Downton. Lady Maud is Robert's cousin and Robert is Maud's heir apparent, but she does not seem to be acknowledging him as such. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yes. The fact that we have never met this person before also is like, oh, interesting, new character. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, we've got new family. We've um, moved on from Robert's cousin who is the worst. (laughs) as the preparations for the visit ramp up mary's kind of getting the idea that thomas is in over his head so she goes down to mr and mrs carson's cottage which is news for kayla (laughs) (laughs) did mrs hughes and carson get married did you not get that from the movie how did you not get that no i thought that she just i thought that she just kept they just came down to like hang out together because he's retired <laughs> but no okay I must have completely missed that um, <laughs> oh my god to be fair they behave exactly the same way as a married couple as they did in, in, in but I'm pretty sure he called her Mrs. Carson uh, maybe <laughs> I, maybe, just, maybe. I she does go by Mrs. Hughes in the house still yeah. because like it's confusing otherwise <laughs> It's like a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Except for I changed mine, so meh. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have a whole bunch of kids that were used to you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, yeah, she she goes to collect Mrs. Mr. Carson to um, come come be the new but come be the butler again. <laughs> Poor Thomas. <laughs> but yes, uh, she and Robert inform Thomas of the change of plans, and he is deeply offended and storms out. 
fair enough. <laughs> well, I guess you would you would wouldn't you? You'd be like, hey, what like what the hell? He's retired. And just because someone important, you're kicking me out? Like, yeah. I earned this job. I like, earned this. And Thomas is probably as keen as anyone to, like, look after the king and queen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure. It doesn't tell me exactly what, like, what. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the dates, trying to figure it out, but it's not giving me an easy answer. Oh, yeah. So I'll just come back to that. Well, so the the kids are a bit older, and I mm. think that Mary and Henry have possibly had another kid. We just don't get a name for it. There just seems to be an additional kid. Present. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't even notice that. <laughs> I was like, which kid is this? <laughs> which one's Oh, there you go. It's like they seem to have a daughter. Ah. <laughs> just floating about. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely a like little girl that I did not recognize sitting on Mary's lap at one point. It's like, huh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Robert Robert says that he doesn't want to fire Thomas for the display that he made because he's impressed with his integrity, which I do enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) The dreamy plumber who arrives to repair the broken boiler (laughs) flirts with Daisy, which upsets Andy, who I forgot Daisy got engaged to at the end of last season. Yeah, I totally forgot that plot line as well. (laughs) I was like, wait, oh, yeah. I forgot about Andy is the thing. Like, Casey hasn't met Andy. Yeah. I mean, I remember him. He was the first guy that we saw in the whole thing. Oh, really, was he? Like, I remember that, and I just had that moment moment where I was like, oh, right, he existed. Editing for you here. This was the point where Zencaster decided that the antique laptop that Casey was working with was not acceptable for its uses. And so after three attempts to try and get the recording back up, we had to improvise with something different. Casey's audio is unfortunately very rough from here on in, and we're really, really sorry about that. We are hoping that we will have everything sorted out by the time we record next. It might be that Casey needs a new computer. We're not sure. Weird fucking name guy, Major Chetwood. <laughs> um, he seeks out Tom, and Tom assumes because of his own history that he's done something wrong <laughs> and that he's being checked up on before the royals come. Which is a reasonable assumption, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, it would be sensible for, you know, like, the the Queen's, like, the King and Queen's secret service to, like, check him out to see if he's okay because there there has been a point in the past which we just saw that he did try and, like, do some nefarious things to a certain So I guess, like, yeah, they probably should, but at the same time it's been, well, well, the equivalent of probably about eight years since... He's done anything bad, and he is part of the family now, so don't know. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) But, yes, um, Tom meets with Major Chetwood a couple of times and becomes increasingly suspicious of the guy because he's incredibly shady is the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like if you're going to pick a fake name, pick one less suspicious than Captain whatever the fuck you're called. Like, (laughs) it's just. It's, it just, like, it sticks out like a sore thumb. I'm like, if that's his real name, then sure, that's fine. But if it's a name that you picked as a pseudonym, you've done fucked up. Because yeah. Yeah. It's, just... it's, not, it's, not, it's not the most fitting in of names. And if that is your goal, to fit in and be unsuspicious, yeah. like, your shaniness, you've done a bad job. You've done a bad job. And Mary doesn't even need to learn his name to be like, hey, that guy's fucking shady. Why are you talking to him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the royal staff arrive, including Mr. Wilson, the royal page of the back stairs, <laughs> and the king and queen's royal dresses, Richard Ellis and Miss <laughs> Lawton, the Downton staff are turned out of their responsibilities and made to understand that their work would not be acceptable to the king and queen. Which is 
total bullshit because all of the staff at Downton are badass. Yes, so they are sensational. Be lucky to have them. <laughs> they would. <laughs> Out in the kitchen courtyard, Tom meets and is totally into Lady Bagshaw's maid, Lucy Smith. Oh, yes. <laughs> And yes, there's there's, the there's a name that you go undercover with, like <laughs> just Smith. You don't need like Chet Chet word is very obvious. <laughs> just call yourself Smith. Smith it's, Jones. <laughs> or I don't know. Just <laughs> anything. Brown, Brown black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even white. You yeah. can get away with white. Just pick a color. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not like purple. That'd be a bit out, that, out there. But that, that would be green. a bit out there. But green, still, still better than Chetwood. <laughs> In the garden, Tom encounters Princess Mary crying, but has absolutely no idea who she is. Like an absolute boss. Yeah. Like <laughs> just goes up and talks to her. Yeah. Like well, a normal human being. Look, you're crying on the grounds of my home. This is clearly my responsibility. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ask how you are. Yeah. They end up talking, he offers her a bit of comfort and they end up talking about Lady Sybil because obviously Princess Mary met her at one point and they talk about family and how important it is and Tom clearly doesn't realise that he's talking to her and to staying married to her shitty husband who I did some Googling and apparently he asked her to marry him based on a bet. So... (laughs) That is horrific. (laughs) What a douche. (laughs) So, like, there's a reason that that marriage is going poorly. Yeah, in spite being of them, founded on a drunken uh, drunken gamble is probably not the best startings of a uh, marriage. Yeah, um, and like they still managed to have like half a dozen kids out of the thing, but for real guys, just <laughs> the whole time they're just salty at each other. Yeah, it's just real awkward. <laughs> not a good yeah. time. <laughs> The head no, shake that we involved. the head shake that we just got from KC was pretty fantastic. To be honest, <laughs> what? Your, the way you shook your head just then, I just yep, yeah, yeah. I wish that we could present that to our listeners right now. <laughs> that sums up the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to make myself a meme of that. Yeah. <laughs> Before the royal parade. We have Tom, like, trying to hunt down Chetwood because he's realised, oh, shit, this guy's really, really shady. And, like, Mary's also following and she doesn't know what's going on. So she thinks maybe Tom is actually trying something. (laughs) And she's she's literally like, oh, shit, he is a radical. We didn't didn't see this coming at all. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see this coming when he dumped when he tried to dump that pot of um, all of that gross stuff on on that general. But you know, <laughs> anyway, um, we we ha- have a thrilling chase, and then Chetwood aims a pistol at the king where he's um, waiting to begin the parade, and Tom fucking tackles him to the ground <laughs> <laughs> like an absolute baller. Like he just goes for it and just. straight on the ground but to be honest i feel like the whole thing really was caused by mary because i feel like tom could have talked chetwood down from doing it yeah but then mary showed up and was like um what are you doing and like it's kind of alerted chetwood to to the idea that something was going wrong yeah (laughs) and then chetwood freaked out and then he stormed off and then saw the king and had a pistol and was like well i'll just do it now yeah um, but Mary does uh, make up for it by when Tom is like wrestling with the, with um, Chetwood, she treads on the guy's hand to get the gun out of it. <laughs> like, Which in the end saves the day. <laughs> like, it's pretty badass. Like those, you know, like those pistols were not the most reliable. So it could have gone off at any minute. But she's like, no, nope, I'm going to step on his hand get the pistol away yeah. so that it doesn't shoot the king. So, you know, like, heroes. Nice work, and, Mary. You're like, sensational. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she looked incredible doing it too, yes. like, can I just say. Yes, she did. And Chetwood is promptly arrested. <laughs> yes. So this is the parade part. Yes. And we're 
I feel like there's like been plot points that we've missed and it's like the synopsis have just like breezed over it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that was the only part of this um, parade that the whole Synopsis thing is, yeah. mentioned. Like, we had, we yeah. had the, um, bit, the night before the parade where they had to set up the chairs in the rain and all oh, of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like they're all sort of like being like, what is my life? I yeah. am an earl and I'm setting up chairs in the rain. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I made sure to make note that at the parade, um, Maud is on the stage and she waves at Lucy over in the cheap seats and they look so happy to see each other and my gay content air horn went off in a completely wrong way, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you, like, leaning over to me and going, Gator! (laughs) And then I was like, uh, yeah, and I, was, I had my own little theory going on that she was like a like I thought that she might have been a bastard, but I didn't think it was hers. Okay, I it might have been like someone else's. Yeah, like her husband or something like that. We will get to that later, but yes, I definitely was like, well, because it's me, and it's like wherever they could possibly be gay, I will find it. I will find the gay. <laughs> Um, they already have gay content in this one, though. I know, had, like, but still, I deserve lesbians. <laughs> True. Possible episode title, I deserve <laughs> lesbians. I deserve lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The king informs Edith's husband, um, Bertie Pelham, who you, this is your first time meeting him, Kessie. Yes. Yes, I was intrigued to figure out just where in the hierarchy Birdie actually sat. Because oh. I'm like, oh, he's a big deal. He's a Marcus. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Yeah, no yeah. shit. Um, yep. So that's like one step down from a duke. No, that's one like step up from a duke. Editing fee here again. I am wrong. One step up. Because um, basically, the way it works is that um, Mar- Marcus's. W- um, live on borders, so they are the oh. they are meant to be the ones that like, if someone's gonna come and fuck with England, they're they're the first point of trying to stop it. Oh. so yeah, they're actually and one up. They have more responsibilities than the Duke. So yeah, um, oh, shit. So Edith like, married real good is the thing. Yeah, <laughs> Edith married up. <laughs> she definitely did, and mm. was not the one that was expecting to do so. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone thought she was going to. Mm. So this is why he is informed that he is to accompany the Prince of Wales on a three-month tour of Africa. <laughs> Which is possibly uh, a troublesome mm. uh, trip because you could possibly – like, there is danger with that. Yeah, not everyone's – like Not and everyone like, in Africa is super keen to be a territory of England, I'm going to say that. <laughs> Yeah. Those parts of Africa that were territories of England, of course. There's a lot of Africa is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Depends what parts they're touring. Mm. Edith is really pleased for Bertie, but there's clearly something else on her mind. Mm. Mm. <laughs> on the second day of the royal visit, Anna and Bates make a plan to retake the household <laughs> and restore Downton's honour. <laughs> Mr. Carson is concerned about the propriety of it all, but he also really doesn't want to miss out on waiting on the king and queen. So he's just been like, I don't know anything, I know nothing. <laughs> Whatever you do, I was not involved. I will not take responsibility for this, but I do not care what you do yourselves. <laughs> Barrow and Mr. Ellis implement the plan. Um, they end up tricking most of the royal staff into returning to London. <laughs> Which is fantastic. <laughs> it is, it is. And then they go off to, well, they're in York, um, and they go to celebrate with a drink, and there's, like, a, clearly a really firm bond forming between them. More on that later. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. Edith has been anxiously awaiting the delivery of a ball gown, and it arrives the day before the ball, only for her to find that it's several sizes too big. <laughs> She's also wearing the cutest knickers in this scene. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. that, but 
really cute knickers. <laughs> I loved like all of the like undergarments they used to wear. Yeah, they're so yeah. It's like one of those ones that's like a um, it's like a bra that like goes down the torso a fair bit and then is met with the cute little silk shorts. Oh, cute! Yeah. <laughs> Anna lets Edith know that she's going to fix all of this. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Classic Anna saves the day. Yeah, as usual. Bertie comes yes. into the room and wants to know why Edith has been behaving strangely, and she reveals that she's pregnant and due just before he would be leaving for Africa. Oh, no. <laughs> Not good. No. Anna, intrepid detective that she is, has figured out that the various missing items from Downton were pinched by Miss Lawton. Oh. <laughs> she agrees to say nothing, provided that Lawton returns the items and alters either ball gown overnight. <laughs> Which is a hard ask seeing as it came like 10 sizes too fucking big so it's not just a small altar it's like a reshape of the entire dress although it's much better than if it was arrived too small <laughs> that is true that is true there's not much you can do when it's too small mm. unless unless she wants to get very daring <laughs> yes just just mate let's invent the backless dress <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. No, I think they, they had like reasonable dips in their backs. It but was not quite a backless. Yeah, it yeah. was sort of the style of it was sort of like it definitely plunged all the way down, but it was fairly narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. At dinner, the king expresses his confusion over the change of menu, but is nevertheless pleased with the meal. He praises his own chef's culinary skills and Mr. Mosley pipes up that Mrs. Patmore actually prepared the dinner and that the Downton staff are serving it. <laughs> there, is, there is dead silence. <laughs> well, he's just addressed the king. Yeah. And like, unceremoniously, he, not having been like prompted at all. <laughs> And as a poor thing looks like he's about to have a heart attack. Yeah, like. yeah. He realizes it like after the words have left his mouth, and he looks like he wants to die. Like, <laughs> he just wants like the hand of God to come down and smack him into a wall. Like, <laughs> yeah, just straight into a wall. Mm. The queen kindly rescues him and praises the staff, and then he performs a shaky curtsy. <laughs> Shaky to say the least. <laughs> a curtsy. <laughs> well, he was still holding stuff, so I guess yeah. it would be hard to do a bow. <laughs> yeah, true. So he just goes straight for the curtsy, and it's and just I don't even recall him walking out of the room. I think still no, he just st- stayed bent over and yeah, backed still out. Still in full curtsy, he just glided away. <laughs> It was so good. It was classic. Oh, I love this music. Mm. The Queen tells Cora that they are accustomed to people behaving strangely around them. <laughs> Which you would be. Like, there'd be so many people that would be awestruck by, like, seeing the the King and Queen. Like, yeah. It's just, you know, like, people do weird shit when they're starstruck. Yeah, they do. Really, really weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> While waiting for Mr. Ellis in a York pub, Barry meets Chris Webster, who invites him to a secret gay club. (laughs) Yeah. Not just a speakeasy. A speakeasy gay club. Yep. I'm learning recently that, like, there were a lot of, um... Because in the 30s in America, like, later on, they were allowed to consume alcohol and all of that. Like, the ban on alcohol was lifted. But you would lose your liquor license if you were found to be selling, um alcohol to a gay man so there were still like oh. speakeasy gay clubs and like that continued up until the 60s when we had stonewall <laughs> um wow. oh. but like wow. there was this um mobster's <laughs> wife and like the mobster had gone into exile because he was wanted in america so he went back to italy and she was left with all of his money and she was like kind of forced into marrying him in the first place so she's like i'm spending all of this money on running all of the gay clubs in town <laughs> Amazing. 
Anyway, everything about this scene is very, very fun and cute, right up until the police show up and arrest everybody. Which is, like, real sad. Yeah, yeah. it was real sad. Yeah, and he looks, like, it's been so hard um, going through the first season. Like, like Thomas is doing some shitty stuff in the early seasons, but also, I love him so much, and I can't let on how much I love him because <laughs> Chen will know that something's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I know, like, I'm getting, I'm getting to the point. Like, I never got to the part where, like, I like Tom. So is it Tom? No. His name is Thomas. We've got Tom and Thomas. So Tom's yeah. Sybils, and then oh, Thomas. So Thomas. Yeah. Thomas is the one. I haven't gotten to the part where I like Thomas yet. Mm, yeah, he was pretty shady. It's because he was such a likable character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like he's doing anything shafty, and he's the butler. Like, how does how does that work (laughs) from where we are now? So I'm looking forward to that. All will become clear. (laughs) You're sounding a little bit like you're underwater. Is there something covering the speaker? Am I good now? Yeah, you're good now. Luckily, Mr. Ellis comes to the rescue using his do you know who I am? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like a boss. Yeah. So Thomas ends up getting released and everything's okay. (laughs) Violet learns that Maud has chosen Lucy as her heir over Robert. Um, (gasps) The plot thickens and I'm still in the like, they are in love. (laughs) So... (laughs) What's the age gap there, though? Okay, but that's still a, like that. I'm just thinking because I know that we went to see it. Um, did you see the favorite? No. Okay, that's about Queen Anne and her girlfriends. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like similar age gaps. In yeah, that, and yeah. they they were always um, like she would have them as her ladies in waiting. Uh, so like no one would. That's question. a pretty good. Yeah, no one would question anything, and it's like back in um, like the. More like if we're going to the Regency sort of thing where like you'd have the two spinsters that live together and like everyone's like well you know they have to live together because they don't make much money and they like it's safer for them to live together and and meanwhile it's like yeah we're definitely fucking (laughs) (laughs) love it secret old timey lesbians is my jam (laughs) (laughs) which these two were not no they're not much to Fee's uh, disappointment. <laughs> what it turns out to be is still nice. It's yeah. just, you know, it wasn't what I was thinking was going on. <laughs> I feel like they'd be more... Ch- like, I think it was just how excited they were to see each other. It's like, they are clearly in love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Um... Isabel has guessed that Lucy is Maud's illegitimate daughter, which Maud confirms, and that does really indicate that my gay content air horn was sounding for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) And once Violet knows this, she's immediately understanding because Violet understands the power of love's one's children. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that is one of the only loves that she understands. She's not a very romantic lady. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a bit like that. Like, she definitely understands the, like, okay, I gave birth to this, it's part of me, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the spawn of the thing that I gave birth to are also my loves. Like, yes, yeah. yes. I can I, I can love so I can love directly down my bloodline. <laughs> and also, um Oh, what's what's Rose. She loves Rose. Oh, yeah, Rose. Everyone loves Rose. <laughs> Everyone loves Rose. <laughs> I don't think I ever met Rose. You would have met her for the Christmas um, episode at the end of season three. Oh, yep, yep. She teaches Anna to dance. She she's might play, not remember she's that. She's played by Lily. Um, what's her name? Oh. The girl who plays mom, the Mamma Mia. Meryl Streep. Oh, Young yeah, Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah. Yeah. Just, just real-life Disney princess, woman whose name we cannot remember. <laughs> uh, Lily James. Lily James, that's it. Lily James, yes. Yeah. 
What a beautiful name. Mm. Yeah. James, another name that you could have picked as a pseudonym to be like to to like uh other than Chetworth. Yeah, I mean, any guy whose whose name is two male first names is a red flag, but, like, at least it's a normal-sounding red flag. <laughs> yep. Henry arrives home in time to accompany the family to the ball. <laughs> he literally just, like, I was so confused. He, like, pulled up. In his fancy car. car and, like, literally bolts up the stairs. I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely run that fast towards Lady Mary. (laughs) True, true. Um, But yes, we we I get to see my precious boy. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now, which is embarrassing. All all I can think all um, I can think of right now is that he's the guy who um, I assume that Benedict Cumberbatch um, sold his soul to the devil to get the career that that guy's looks and acting talent deserve <laughs> yes yeah he literally you know he's, yeah. up, he's coming through though he's got a pretty good tv series at the moment matt good on. matthew good matthew good matthew yes because good. he's good he's good <laughs> <laughs> mr ellis and thomas say goodbye to each other stealing kisses when they're sure that nobody is watching they They're so cute. They were so cute, <laughs> and they make plans to see each other again. And my gay content air horn sounds jubilantly. <laughs> <laughs> we need an, uh, we need a gay content air horn. We do. Um, there's there's one podcast I listen to where it's just the opening um music, the opening um bars to gay bar. Um, we can't do that <laughs> because I'm not paying for that. <laughs> We can make one, I'm sure. Does Dan still have his trumpet? Maybe we can make Oh, yeah, we can do a makeshift one, yeah. <laughs> can you do it before Friday? Because that's when I plan to post this. I'll get him on it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> if you can do one that's like, starts off good and then like immediately is deflates yeah. kind of thing for when, when I got it wrong. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Mary asks Violet about her recent trip to London, and Violet reveals that medical tests show she has very little time to live, and we all cry with Mary. No, Maggie Smith! I was losing my shit, and Mum was, like, looking over at me being like, you're a nutcase. (laughs) I had to hold your hand. (laughs) I I was a mess. I I don't cope well with like people that I really love like dying and like I just like I don't know whether it was like the fact that I love Violet or whether I just love Maggie Smith so much that the thought of her dying made me like literally inconsolable. I mean I I ended up like I didn't cry but I was like looking at her it's like she is getting really old. I know. And I'm very nervous. I- She's on that level, like when people get so old that they start to look a bit like a Muppet. It, it's it's like you just oh. see it and it's like, oh no. Yeah. They just start looking so frail, yeah. Mm. Maggie Smith, we love you. <laughs> we, so we love you, Maggie Smith. <laughs> but yes. Um Violet reassures Mary, that Downton's legacy is safe in her hands. And it's really sweet because initially, like, Mary thinks that she's talking about, like, it being safe in Robert's hands. And <laughs> we know that Violet's internally like, fuck no, Robert's nearly <laughs> nearly <laughs> destroyed this place, like, three times already. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Princess Mary tells her parents that Tom influenced her decision to remain with her husband. And the king tells Tom that he has more than one thing to thank him for. Because obviously he saved his life and then also saved his family from scandal. Yes. Because, um, well, I mean, next next minute there's um, what, what's, it, what's his name and Wallace. So that's... that's, that's uh, that's another thing. Yeah, that that the um 
royal family's record of no one's been divorced since Henry VIII is going to come to a dramatic end. <laughs> yeah. Because is it the, it's the next guy, isn't it? Like, was he George? Was he another George? He was meant to be an, um, no, he was an Edward. Yes, he was an Edward. So Edward the whatever so number and Wallace Simpson. Like, so their first son, like, like so the king's son. Mm. No, I think it went, yeah, no, the king, this king's son, he then went on to be like George V or something. George no, the current one is George the Fifth. We've got George the Fifth right now. In this movie. Oh. In this movie. So it's the next oh. one along. So I'm, it must I'm really be... bad with my rules. I'm looking up George the Fifth. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know. Yeah, nineteen ten to nineteen thirty six with George the Fifth. Yes, so then his son must be Edward. And then Edward the second son is um, Bertie, which he was also a George. Mm. Yes. So um, the next king is Edward the Eighth, who wanted to marry Abdicate. Wallace Simpson, and they were like, "Fuck no, she's a divorcee. You can't be the king anymore." <laughs> so he's like, "Well, I won't be the king anymore." <sighs> They're like, oh, "You can either marry do. Wallace, or you can be the king." Yes. And he goes. I think I'll marry Wallace. Yeah, I'm going to marry Wallace and hang out with a ton of Nazis and the, like, entire English public is just going to pretend that that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. They did not report that in the papers, but it was happening because, like, all of the papers were like, well, we, we, have, we have to stay on, stay on the royal family side. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was No. The king and queen congratulate Edith and Bertie on their forthcoming child. They announce that Bertie will not be going on the tour after Bertie explained the situation to the king initially. And the king didn't get it. He was like, oh, congratulations. That must be so exciting for you. So you'll be going on the trip, yeah? yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and he can't, yeah. he, he can't say no. He's yeah, like, you can't say no to the king. So then Cora explains it to the queen. And the queen explains it to the king. And then the king's like, oh. Other people, like, enjoy their children. <laughs> I think as well, like, it's their first kid, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's like, their first he's kid. The so, like, it's quite, it's quite important, even to a man, that you're, you know, like, your firstborn mm. is taken care of, you know? Yeah, I think it was just that sort of... Um, where it's like, well, I didn't, I wasn't really involved with the upbringing of my children. So, like, he can see the thing pop out and then he can leave and it's all fine. <laughs> and the, the queen had to be like, um, honey. <laughs> and also, yeah. Edith and Bertie are quite like a modern couple. Yes, they are. So, they're all about that, you know, yeah. Edith- equal. Mm. role in parenting I guess because <laughs> Edith Edith got thrown into this whole um like the the life of a marchioness and she <laughs> isn't really doing that well with it because like, I'm on all of these committees that I don't really want to be on but like they've invited me to and I can't really say no <laughs> <laughs> and this thing this thing is for me I'm having a baby and it's mine and you're going away okay fuck this <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, no, you have to be here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all of that is nicely resolved anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, during during the festivities in the ballroom, Lucy enters to bring Lady Maud a handkerchief, using it as an excuse to watch the dancing. And she, she and Tom talk for a bit, and they leave the ballroom together and dance on the terrace, and it's very cute. It was so cute. <laughs> Terrible. So, um, Tom snagged himself an heiress. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Tom. I think there's actually a point where um, Violet's like, well, the money will still be in the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like she she invites Maud, to co- Maud and Lucy to come and stay, and it's like, you know, we just want to keep them close. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm now being Tom's wingman. <laughs> yeah, classy. <laughs> 
And I, we're not true. making that up. That is explicitly what is what yeah, happens. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Back at Downton Abbey, Mr. Carson and Mrs. Hughes lock the doors of the great house, and Carson is sure that it will stand for another hundred years with the Crawley family still living in it. And then we pan on, we pan out on the house, and the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we all get really emotional about that, like the this song. Yeah, <laughs> song. We're, we're, we're not going to hear. We're probably not going to hear this again with new content. I know, sad. Mm. Well, I've I've heard that they're going to be um, possibly making a sequel. There's talks at the moment. Well, we but... do need to find out what happens two years later because the stock market's going to crash. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's so, so maybe many. Yeah, there's so many plot lines that are left open, mm. you know, that could be further developed on. Yeah, like it's it's. I mean, I assume that Mary has invested the money better than Robert did. Because yes, but also oh, yeah. investing the money in what? Yeah, so hopefully at least some of it is not invested. (laughs) Yeah. We're investing half of it and we're keeping the rest here where it's safe. (laughs) But, you know, no one was expecting expecting it, but they have, you know, had problems with the stock market before, so they may be operating cautiously. Yeah. They may not be. (laughs) Let's hope so. Yes. Yeah. Please, Mary, be smart. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was the movie. What did we think of it? Oh, it was um, lovely. <laughs> I'm coming from a point where I didn't know half the characters. Um, <laughs> but, but I thought it was really well done. Um, it's sort of like, it wasn't, you know, like super plot driven or anything like that. It was very much mm. a sort of slow burn. But yeah, I did we, really appreciate we sort the... Of... Um, we sort of gently floated from one thing to the next. And they were, like, high-stakes things, but, like, it did sort of waft. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like the um, <laughs> I like the nostalgia of the interactions between different characters, like, even harking back to, like, that of, like, season one. So I think for fans of the series, it really did round out a lot of things, but it was mm. good. I feel like we And did- I'm very, <clears throat> very glad that we didn't have to see... Uh, Violet die on on screen because I think I would be traumatized for the rest of my life if that happened. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, same. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It does make you wonder if that's going to be in the sequel if they do go forward with oh, it. Well, hopefully, maybe no. it might just happen between. Yeah, it might be like they they're moving into a brave new world without Violet in it. Yeah. Mm. Let's hope. <laughs> I, I I feel like she is like 120 years old in the show at this point. I know. She's <laughs> <It> lived forever. <laughs> like like she's she was already like very old at the very beginning of the show. <laughs> and now it's been nearly like 10 years since the start of the show. Oh, it's well, been. Well, it has been. It's been 15. Yeah. <laughs> we started like, in, we like, started in 1912. We we're now in um nineteen twenty seven. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that is fifteen years. <laughs> She's kicked on quite well, hasn't she? <laughs> oh, I I feel like um the one thing that I thought was missing was we didn't have much between Mary and Anna, and they get had such a yeah, like true. close relationship. Yeah, which um like so a lot of that is stuff that Casey has not seen, but, like, they get closer and closer as they're, you know, lady and maid. <laughs> no, didn't they say, like, um, when they went to go do the chairs and everything, it's like... I they, can yeah, Anna friend. did come and help her out, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we didn't get much screen time of, you know, her... Anna in her room and like you know mm. discussing like we we moved into the ways that Anna was helping out Edith yeah more. yeah but yeah we can't have everything we it's, can't it's a movie like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's two hours instead of the normal eight that we get in a season so mm, yeah no they did a good job yeah yeah I really enjoyed it like just nice it's 
just something that will make you happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing shocking in there. Or even the ads, I was a little worried going into it thinking, oh, I'm not sure if this is going to be really, like, gimmicky maybe, mm. like, playing on the characters. But, yeah, no, I think right. they did a really good job. Yeah, I think it um... – they didn't veer into like the cheesiness that they could have gone with. Like, yeah. be like, hey, hey, you know this we're, character. We're bringing this back. Yeah, eh? yeah, nah. I think they did good. Mm. I mean, if they are doing a sequel, I hope we get to see um, Rose and her hubby. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's hope so. Mm-hmm. And I hope that um, um, Tom and his new friend, we get to see that develop. That'd yeah. be so cute. <laughs> And also Thomas and his new friend. Yeah, too. both of them. Yes, yeah. yes, the, the Toms and and their partners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think we can call that one. <laughs> um, yeah. Do we have anything else to say? Oh, thank Go. you the best oh, yeah. for coming in and doing a special episode. My yes. pleasure, it was fun. <laughs> Uh, when we when we realised that um, this was not an appropriate movie for young Bishan to be watching, um, we were like, we needed oh. a B to bounce off of. Yes, so we've um, go, going off of um, a phrase that Bishan did coin. Um, we're all Downton Dames on this episode, and we're very happy that Beth was able to join us. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> So um, back to the hiatus that we did promise between seasons. <laughs> um, we will be back to posting in about a month. Cool. We look forward to you listening out for us. And in yes. the meantime, if you enjoyed the bonus. And in the meantime, if you have watched all the seasons, go watch the movie. It's awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm really glad that we got to put this out like fairly early on in the um, run of the movie because that's. One of the things that I was like, well, it'll be too late <laughs> to yeah. make sure that people go see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will hopefully have worked out all of the kinks in our um, new new style of recording <laughs> by the time that you yeah. hear from us next. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that I, it was just a glitch today or something like that with the laptop or I might need to get some more technology, but... But now it's working okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that was the episode, and we will talk to you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Downton Down Under is a production of Bronze Peak Media and is recorded in South Australia. Our music was written and performed by Bethany Jones. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe so that others can find us. You can contact us on Twitter at Bronze Pig Media or by email at bronzepigmedia at gmail.com. Just going to check on how the. Can you just talk again, Kayla? Hello. Okay, just making sure that everything is still running right. I do not want. Okay. I do not want any more gremlins on this. <laughs> there are too many gremlins. Mm. Too many. Bronze Pig Media. Oink. <laughs>